Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, Talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. What's up, Pels fans? Welcome to an emergency uh, bird rights podcast. I did remember the name. Don't you worry, Kevin. We are talking to Kevin Berrios to quickly recap the breaking news that Daniel Salerson just posted. Anthony Davis has been diagnosed with a left adductor strain. That's adductor, not abductor. I remember that from personal training class back in college. MRI revealed no structural damage. AD won't play tonight versus Golden State, but he's now listed as day-to-day and Pelicans fans rejoice. Kevin, what's your reaction to this news? Well, obviously that's great. I mean, the injury looked really bad, and then I, sir, I've been in in my cave at work for 14 hours yesterday till I came home, and then crashed. So I've missed all the overreactions and underreactions. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell and Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Yesterday online, so I didn't really get it. It wasn't too much on my mind, but I I feared that it was going to be at least something that would keep them out for a couple of weeks. So this is great news. Yeah, we've got some reports from uh, Scott Kushner. He says it's it's highly unlikely Anthony Davis misses an extended period of time. Uh, this is such a breath of fresh air to Pelicans fans who were really fearing the worst after uh, viewing those clips of him running into the stanchion and gingerly getting up. He did play, as Ali said last night, another six minutes after that, and he looked okay. But just uh, hearing that he was wheelchaired out of the building, and Scott says the reason for the delay is they did a second opinion, and this is making sure that he recovers the way that he's supposed to. Um, Again, unless something very unexpected occurs, this is a major bullet dodged, according to Scott. Now, Kevin, uh, another question for you. We saw him uh, with crutches against Portland the other night. Are you are you worried about the Pelicans rushing him back too quickly? What kind of timetable do you uh, give for him? Right now, this week, we've got uh, a game that nobody anticipates us winning against Golden State. Then we've got the Denver Nuggets. Then we've got Sacramento, followed by Philadelphia. And a lot of people are predicting that Joel Embiid may not play in that Philadelphia matchup because they're playing the Cleveland Cavaliers, I believe, the night before. How long do you anticipate Anthony Davis being out at this point? I mean, I think 
I think they should just let him wait till he's ready. You don't need to rush him back. I mean, tonight is most likely a loss, but, you know, stranger things have happened, and we play Golden State pretty well, even though we usually, you know, start to collapse in the fourth quarter. But you never know. We could pull that off without him. I doubt it, but I wouldn't be crazy surprised. And then Denver has some injury issues of their own. Jokic is out. Um then the Kings are not a great team, and then Boogie has that extra motivation to play great against them. So, you know, just let him rest and let him get back. I'm, I'm in no hurry to get him back. I don't want him to get back out there and play. You know, that's been our problem. We've always rushed guys back. You know, we derailed Tyreek Evans' career for a while doing that with him. Um, so let him get healthy. And we have we have another uh, superstar on the team now. We don't need to rush the other one back. We can just ride Boogie till then. Now, we've seen uh, superstars like Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis have these heavy minute workloads. And up until two nights ago against the Trailblazers, even Boogie Cousins and Drew Holiday were playing up to 38 minutes a game. Both of those guys have been very healthy over the first 20 games of the year. But we've seen uh, Anthony Davis leave against Portland before leaving against the Jazz the other day. And he also missed that game against the Kings. Uh, While Drew Holiday and Boogie stay remarkably healthy through this heavy minute workload, how how important do you think it is that Anthony Davis just play a more limited role in terms of minutes played per game? Well, I mean, it's always great if you can get your guys some rest, but if you need them out there, you need them out there. And we're still not sure exactly who the third big's going to be yet. I mean, Ashik had some decent minutes the other night. Cunningham is very... I won't even say up and down. I'll say mediocre and down. And, um, you know, getting Darius to play maybe some of those small ball four minutes would be good because I'd like to see him get some more minutes and some more touches. But, um, you know, I mean, I can't I can't really fault the coach for playing them heavy minutes when he's trying to win games and, and they need him out there as much as possible until we start uh, putting teams down early then we can't really rest them. So hopefully we get on a little run where we can, you know, be up by 15, 20 points for, you know, in the, in the games for a while and get them some extended rest and those bench units produce more. Yeah. I, and I know we don't want to talk about standings because the bourbon street shots guys will, will just kill us for that. We're sitting at 12 and 11 right now. And we knew that the initial uh, slate of games was going to be difficult. And we wanted to just stay at 500 hover around there by the time we got to Christmas uh, because our January, late January through early March slate is uh, so much more winnable, although the East is improving. How how would you feel, Kevin, if I told you just uh, two months ago that the Pelicans were going to be sitting at this moment at 12 and 11 with most of their major pieces relatively healthy? Do you think we're in a good spot right now? Actually, you know, I would have thought if everybody was healthy that we'd be a little bit better than that, uh, honestly. I was expecting this team to be very good this year. Um, and I think – they still are very good. It's just taking some adjustment period. You know, Rondo was out to start that threw us uh, off a little bit. Um, so I'm happy to be 12 and 11 just based off of other years. But um, I do think that uh, I was expecting us to be better than we were. I mean, look, I predicted for us to go 3-0 and this past week with Ollie. I mean, I didn't know Anthony Davis would be ejected and then injured, you know those kind of things. But I have, I think there, there's most teams that we should beat every night, especially with the way we create mismatches or should create mismatches with our roster. Yeah. Now, the reason I asked you that question, uh, w- would you say you, you would have rathered us be like at 14 and 9 at this point? 
I mean, I don't really ever think of, I don't, you know, I honestly don't ever really pay attention to the record that strongly, you know, I mean, I know when we're playing well, we're winning games, you know, like I don't, rarely do I even know off the top of my head what, what our record is without looking at it. Honestly, unless we're like under 500 or something, you know, I mean, I know we're on pace and we're doing well and we're winning games. So that stuff doesn't really bother me towards, till towards the end. Um, when I start to look at where we're going to slot, where, where games we need to win, who I need to cheer against, those kind of things. And that's like the last quarter of the season. I'm starting to look at that. Um, till then, I'm just enjoying basketball and like breaking down each game, looking at what's working and what's not, and seeing if I'm happy with the way we're playing and the results. You know, those other things even out across the season. Of course, you'd like to have a nice cushion when you lose ad for a while but um you know i mean i i have look i i'm a believer in boogie i mean ollie and i have been saying that we couldn't tolerate all this bashing that he's been getting and i i've seen a lot of people backtracking on that recently which is pretty funny but um you know i i think we have a good team and i think we're going to be in the playoffs and that's all that really matters to me uh, you must sleep like a baby, first of all, because it's it's really difficult in, in this overloaded West not to look around. Obviously, we've got 59 games left, and so much is going to happen. These teams are going to evolve. There's going to be more injuries. It's impossible to predict what will happen. But at this point, uh, the Pelicans sit eighth at 12 and 11. The reason I bring this up is because the Pelicans do have an opportunity to create some distance with some teams like the Jazz, like the Thunder, like the Clippers, like uh, the Timberwolves, who are at 14 and 10 and starting to play a little bit better, but struggled early on, like the Nuggets, who have had injuries to Jokic and Millsap. How important do you think it is at this uh, phase of the season to kind of get a head start on those teams as we approach uh, 2018? Well, yeah, I mean, it's great, especially when those guys are injured. You would definitely want to make a run on them, you know, and get that cushion. Um because, you know, they're going to get healthy, and those are good teams. I mean, I don't think the Clippers are that great of a team, but um, all those other teams are are, are really good teams. So um, you definitely want to make that run when, when they're vulnerable. And with that being said, what what game do you anticipate Anthony Davis being back for? Because I do think that everybody – in New Orleans on airline drive is going to push him to play as quickly as possible. We would like to say that they're going to leave him out and rest him, but with, with where the Pelicans are and everything riding on this season and everything riding on DeMarcus Cousins decision, this uh, looming off season, what, what day do you anticipate him being back? Like I said, we have golden state uh, tonight on Wednesday, we have the nuggets on Friday, we have the Kings and on Sunday, we have the 76ers. Do you anticipate him back this week? And which night would you like to see him? I mean, I would say, I mean, just like I said, for me, when he's ready to go, that's when I would do it. But thinking of how the team operates, um, I think that they would wait until the 76ers game at the earliest. And then if not, then uh, the game right after that, because, um, you know, you, you like we said, Warriors, is you can kind of put that in a book as a loss usually, um, regardless. So there's no reason to rush him out there. And, and they're way ahead of you in standing. It's not like a team you're going to catch, you know. And then uh, Denver, that's interesting. You know, they might they might be um, tempted to try to get him in there if he's feeling okay. And you know how players are, especially a player like Anthony Davis is going to try to get in there as soon as possible. Um, that might be a team they try to force him into, which but against. But I hope that they don't. I hope they have confidence that Boogie can handle. You know, they're they. I mean, they're basically playing. I mean, Fareed 
is, was a starter for a long time and is probably considered a star quality player, even though he's kind of an old school player that doesn't fit a lot of what people want to do now. He's, he's a talented guy. So he's, it's not like they got a scrub in there, but you know, he's going against guys that were backups now because Millsap and Jokic are out. And then the Kings, you know, they're not a great team and they're a young team. And then Boogie has a vendetta against them. So they can probably feel comfortable about that one. Then when you come to Philly, you know, that's an up and coming team. Um, it doesn't really help you so much in terms of Western conference, but a win helps you regardless anyway, you know, overall record matters a lot. So <clears throat> that's a, that's a team they always have struggled with, even when they are bad, it seems like. And then, you know, if you got, you said they may rest Embiid, but if Embiid's playing, you know, you need definitely bigger bodies because you still, I mean, even without Embiid, Rashawn Holmes is a great player. Um, Amir Johnson, solid. You know, you got uh, Ben Simmons, you got uh, Covington. You got a lot of guys that play that can swing between the four and play the five. And uh, so there's a, there's a lot of tough matchups out there. So Anthony Davis would be definitely useful in that game for sure. Again, this has been our emergency podcast, just uh, updating you guys as to the status as Anthony Davis. Uh, it's a left AD doctor strain, and he is listed as day-to-day. Kevin, we're going to wrap up here. Before we do, uh, I know you've got a new article coming out that you did independently of the bird rights. Do you want to talk about that and, and just riff a little bit on the state of the Pelicans and what you hope they accomplish this week? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, so I used to be the art director for anti-gravity magazine for like four and a half years. Uh, and I stopped doing that for a while just cause just one, you know, sometimes with design, you need to step away and let fresh people come in and start over and get kind of get stagnant. So, um, while I don't do that monthly anymore, it's still a thing that I really enjoy and am very much connected to. So I write for it every now and then. And so I recently, um, designed an album cover for a band from new Orleans called high. And I went on a little, short tour with them while they were going to play this uh, big festival in Florida. And so I uh, did an article about that. It's in the December issue. It's the cover story. Um, and that's a free uh, independent music, politics and culture magazine that you can find at tons of bars and restaurants and uh, coffee shops here in New Orleans. And then it'll be online eventually, but they like to let the print run, uh, sit out there for a little bit first. Um, and then as far as Pelicans go, you know, I mean, I'm still, I'm still optimistic about this team. I think, uh, I'm very satisfied with the roster, you know, coaching seems to be, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm been happier with the way games are being run lately. Um, I still think, you know, I mean, I will always think that it's not the perfect fit at coach, but I think we have the talent to, to make whatever system we run work. So, I'm really happy. I'm really happy that the guys seem to like playing with each other. Uh, I get a little tired of some of the boogie slander we hear out there, which I don't know where that comes from. It seems like every now and then these people get a wild hair up their butts and just have this one thing that they want to beat on for a while to be hot takey. And, and then they have to end up always walking it back, thankfully. But um, other than that, I mean, I think everybody should feel positive about this team, even with AD out for a couple of games. We have a lot of talent. We have a lot of uh, fun players out there. Darius Miller is, is great to watch. I mean, do you ever feel like he's going to miss a shot? Never, you know. Um, Rondo is making great passes. He's still a little bit up and down offensively, but, you know, he's he's doing he's doing really good work on defense. And, uh, you know, he's attacking, which is good even if he's missing layups. 
that that stuff will even out. Um, so yeah, I'm very happy with the way the direction of the team right now. How do you feel? Uh, I feel pretty good. Obviously, uh, you know, just a small sample size, but the Portland game, everybody was playing team basketball. We uh, talked about it last night with David Grubb and Alec Osell. Make sure you guys listen to that podcast as well. Uh, just some some fantastic team basketball uh, from DeMarcus Cousins, being unselfish, setting uh, screens, acting as a decoy. And some people were talking on Twitter about uh, having Anthony Davis out gives DeMarcus Cousins possibly the confidence to know he's going to get his shots, not feel like he has to force anything because he knows that the ball is going to come, come his way. He knows that the offense is going to run through him a little bit more so he can be a little bit more patient. I don't know if there's any credence behind any of that, but I did see the the type of Pelicans basketball that we've all been wanting to see. Uh, some of those highlights early in the year when Rajon Rondo first came back up, you know, all five guys t- touching the ball in a single possession. I felt I saw a lot of that in the Portland game in the first three quarters when they put up 98 points against statistically the the second best defense in the NBA, whether or not they actually are the second best defense, that can be up for debate later. But uh, just just seeing the way that those guys, uh, how how much cohesiveness there was there, you have to feel optimistic, maybe not necessarily tonight against Golden State, but going against Denver, especially with those guys being a bit shorthanded, if they can just keep up this team basketball, Jameer Nelson has spaced the floor. He's given us the space that we've really needed Tony Allen, uh, there's been a lot of debate over how good of a defender he is. You guys can debate that all you want, but just just based on the eye test, he he gives the enthusiasm, the energy. Him and Dante Cunningham, while they don't fill up a stat sheet, they they give those those hustle plays that are really um, contagious for the rest of the Pelicans guys. You can see when he's on the floor, the team is more energetic. There's 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 more behind their play, uh, more aggressiveness. Drew Holiday's been aggressive lately. His his numbers don't uh, necessarily dictate that. He's at 15 and a half points per game now, six and five. So he is being more aggressive. He's taking more shots. Uh, he's he's taking shots earlier in the game. So you certainly have to like the way the Pelicans have been playing lately. Um, but with that being said, you know you have those those disappointing losses. Uh, to to teams like Utah and games that you feel like you have to have, but it's a long season. Like you said, it's 59 games. There's no reason to look at the standings. We've got a a winnable couple of games uh, coming up in February. I think there's like a 20 uh, game slate where I think our average opponent win loss record is is, is somewhere around like 400. So it, it, there's definitely the opportunity for the Pelicans to make a run here. Nobody is really uh, outdistancing the rest of the Western Conference beyond San Antonio and Houston, obviously. Uh, not Sorry, not San Antonio, Golden State and Houston. And uh, do, we, do we have any timetable on when Kawhi Leonard is expected to be back, Kevin? I saw something recently that said he was pretty close. And, and uh, I know um, uh, Chris had sent me in the private message that uh kyle anderson got hurt yesterday because he knows how much i like that guy so i don't know i think they might even rush Kawhi up a little bit more if he's close if, if uh kyle anderson's out for a while yeah it says left medial uh knee are are likely an mcl strain so he's not going to be gone for the year but there are also reports on here that uh Kawhi leonard is in the final stages of rehab and with a team like the spurs with the medical staff that they have you'd have to think the guy probably is ready but they're just being cautious uh with their win-loss record you don't need to rush him back so he's going to be back soon and they're going to be um you know just a, a contender top three uh team in the west along with houston and golden state but but behind them there is an opening there is a window uh, the Pelicans could reach as high as the four seed. Nobody would have believed that going into the season. Oh, oh, you might have actually. Uh, but most most pundits and and ringer types had us uh, somewhere between seven and nine uh, in the Western Conference. So I am super hopeful when you see games like the way 
we played against Portland, you see what the Pelicans can be on a nightly basis. And now if we can just establish some kind of consistency, maybe build some confidence uh, with Anthony Davis out of the lineup, DeMarcus Cousins played, I think, his best all-around game on Sunday. He's had some great games this season. But just, I mean, when he didn't have the ball, the things he was doing away from the ball, uh, just all the all the things we expect from a player like like him, we got from him. So I'm excited this week. I'm going to say 3-1 and one just because I'm optimistic and the Saints are 9-3 and three right now. We've got some good news on Anthony Davis. That uh, that Denver game is the big one that I, I really hope we win. I could live with a loss to Philadelphia. I could even live with the loss to Sacramento if, if we uh, come up with a big win against Denver because they've, they've owned us recently with the exception of that, uh, I think it was 128-112 to 112 victory yeah. last year, Sands to Marcus Cousins. So that one was a, a poor sample size because we weren't at full strength, but we had that great game. If we could, if we could really take it to them, they are one of our biggest competitors in the Western Conference. I think that would be a big confidence builder for this team. But I gotta let you go because I gotta leave for work in four minutes. Kevin, thank you so much uh, for being so selfless with your time and recapping this late breaking news. I'll have this up in a bit. Uh, Kevin, you want to take us out? Uh, let's go, man. Let's be, let's take the Warriors out tonight. We'll have Anthony Davis on the sideline, clicking the bottles together on his fingers. How about that? Let's go, pals. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Technology Truths. Brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth. Teenagers can communicate entirely in emojis. How was the birthday party? Pizza slice, kitten, soccer ball, pineapple? Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. What are you talking about? Paperclip, shoulder shrug, high five, wizard hat? What? Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.